So, welcome to the ATS. Round a corner from the ATL. Atlanta. Close by. All things super. I'm Mr. VIP, Frankie Washington, if you don't know. We have the icon himself, the illustrious spider. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. If you point at me, I'm going to. I thought we were using the thing. That's why I was waiting. I was looking for the thing. No, I told you it slows slows the recording down. So that's why we get. It makes me feel so much better. Do you want a quality video podcast or do you want to be able to see yourself? I think we should ask the people what they want. I think the people would respond resoundingly that they want a quality video podcast. The people like visuals. The people can see us with no problem. And I think if they, they would prefer to not see us freeze. Will they see the visuals when mm-hmm. it's uploaded? What? The background that you worked on the other day, yesterday, yes. Yes. background that you worked on. Yes. The beautiful background that you worked on uh-huh. with the logo. Right. Will they see that when they see this? Yes, that's what I'm recording. Recording the layout with the background and the logo. So I just can't see it. Correct. Some bullshit. (laughs) Enjoy, people. I need y'all to enjoy because... So you're here now. Yes. Yesterday you were here. Okay. (laughs) So what we got on the agenda today, Spider? So... For the uninitiated, this is the inaugural episode of All Things Super. So to all of you, welcome. Uh, This will be a weekly podcast where we review and recap All Things Super. So we're going to be talking about movies. We're going to be talking about TV shows. We'll be reviewing and reacting to trailers. Uh, You name it, it's going to be just a fun time. Uh, but for this week's episode, we, super time. it's going to be a super time, but for this week's episode, <laughs> this week's episode, we are going to be reviewing and recapping Matt Reeves, the Batman starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Colin Farrell, uh, and Jeffrey Wright. So Jeffrey Wright, my God, <laughs> I was just about to say initial thoughts. That guy. That guy. Is there nothing that he touched that he does not make better? I'm being honest. Jeffrey Wright is a talent that is underappreciated. He brought tears in my eyes in, uh, what was that, Shaft, when his brother died? If you tell me you didn't see this, we're going to have... I saw it, but it has been a very long time. And that's what he's been bringing you throughout his career. He was in <laughs> the Hunger it. Games. Yes, I remember Hunger him in the Hunger Games. He saved, he saved the people. He was the mind that was behind Cagnus. Shoot up. Spoilers, if you didn't see the Hunger Games, you, I don't know what you did with your uh, life. But you was, I don't know how long ago that was. But no, he, yeah, he's an, an incredible actor. Every, every, he's the reason that I watched the uh, HBO show. Westworld. Yeah. And he's just constantly, what if, constantly bringing, cut this man a check. But, okay, so, the Batman. Right. 
Are we being honest about the Batman? We're being a hundred percent honest about the Batman. Okay. Uh, I think you should go first. You think I should go first? I think you should go first. So honest go thoughts about the Batman. I thought the Batman was okay. Ouch. I thought it was an okay movie. I I like Ouch. the I like the film noir aspect of it, sort of getting away from the spectacle of being a part of this super team, as we've seen with the Batman vs Superman, Dawn of Justice, Justice League, and having these larger than life world ending threats. This is something that was localized. This is something that was just in Gotham, going back to the Christopher Nolan Batman, even before uh, the Joker and the Bane, where you had these, again, larger-than-life characters. This was something that seemed very grounded, something that was more realistic than a lot of the previous Batman movies. So I do appreciate that part about it. Um, Runtime... Well, it was a bit long. I feel like they lingered on a lot of shots that could have been cut. Uh, could have shaved off some minutes from it. Uh, I think that it was three or four minutes shorter than Endgame. So it makes it the second longest superhero movie. I think it was the second longest. Yeah, the second longest superhero movie, uh, especially in recent years. So the runtime definitely could have been shorter. Um, Pattinson's Batman is, I'll say Pattinson's Batman was good. I was not expecting him to be as good as he was as Batman. I would say his Bruce Wayne. And so here's the thing. I know that Mm -hmm. this was him being bat this is the second year being batman in the movie Uh um and so i understand he's still trying to find himself as who he wants to be what is it that he wants to do but i guess with me not having an extreme amount of knowledge of batman in his early career or bruce wayne in his early career as batman I would have thought, or at least I would have assumed that he had already gotten into this understanding of what he needs to do as Bruce Wayne versus what he needs to do as Batman. So I went in assuming that that was where that was going to go, but apparently that wasn't the, that wasn't the case. Oh, and also as if we haven't mentioned already, we're going to be spoilers. So uh, I know we really haven't uh, gone into anything so far yet, but we are you going to put be... the official spoiler warning out. Look, we're going to get roasted in the comments. But we didn't spoil anything. So we're letting you know now that there will be spoilers. Spoiler this is your official spoiler warning. So if you have not seen the Batman, go watch the it. Batman. Come back. Listen to the episode mm. after you've watched it and then and this is your official warning. Right. Everything from this time frame is going to be full of juicy spoilers. So if that's not what you're into, leave the podcast. <laughs> and, and then come back later. Here, if you, yeah, come back. I mean, there's work coming back for it. But if you're still here, just know about to salivate from these juicy, juicy 
spaghetti filled spoilers. Spaghetti filled. Why? You know what? It had to be edible. Why are you salivating if it's just a spoiler? I mean, I added on. I understand that you have. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just Maybe wondering I'm why hungry. why specifically spaghetti? That's a, that's my only question. It could be linguine. It could be lasagna. I mean, you said spaghetti though. I, I had to make a choice. I made it, and I stand by. Spaghetti is delicious. Everyone has their pasta preferences. Put some shrimp in there. Now we got some seafood pasta going on with a cream sauce. Or, oof, maybe even a rusty tomato sauce. Rustic. That's not rusty. If it tastes rusty, something's wrong. <laughs> something is very if, wrong if it's tasting rusty. If it may be from a can or something, I don't know. That How old is that can? Yeah. We do. We're yeah. Regardless. Just, go ahead. Do your thing. But um, no, it's uh. Where was I going? The whole thing about uh, Bruce Wayne just the, Bruce Wayne. the way he was just a, a, a recluse and just he didn't go anywhere he didn't do anything like his life was Batman and that was it uh, to the point to where when he, the first time he stepped out into the public as Bruce Wayne um, was the funeral for the mayor's funeral and paparazzi and reporters and journalists are all like clamoring over themselves because nobody had seen him before or had seen him in a long time so it's just like his attitude towards everything as bruce wayne uh for me it was just something that i wasn't used to now and and thinking back on it yeah i can understand that it kind of makes sense uh for that period of time in his life but i know that even with Batman Begins, with Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins, and I know it's kind of an unfair comparison because two different It's unfair, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen because it's gonna, it's it's, gonna happen. It's the, it's the most recent Batman property that we have to compare it to, and because they're Not already talking that. about that. Um, well, as far as early Batman, early career of Batman. Batman Begins will be the most recent thing that we have to compare it to. Um, okay. But but even with Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins, when Bruce came back and he did his training with Raj al Ghul and he finally came back to Gotham, he was kind of not immediately, but still it was within that time frame of him starting to become Batman, Alfred told him that you're going to have to like come up with some type of excuse as to why no one's seeing you. And so he came up with this whole, this playboy persona of going out, just spending his money on wild things and just being a general asshole because that would throw people off the scent of him being Batman. And so I think that in the Batman, I guess he hasn't gotten to that point yet to understand and to realize. Exactly. And I guess one thing that I had a complaint about or one thing that kind of irked me the wrong way was just his, his attitude towards Alfred. That mm. I don't think that you're not my dad. <laughs> right. It's like, that was literally like the second thing that he said to Alfred in the entire movie. First of all, you only, get, dad, 
first of all, you only get Alfred in like maybe three scenes out the entire movie, four at the most. Yeah. Well, when they had the Alfred spinoff, nobody watched it, so don't act like y'all want more Alfred. Listen, I don't know how many people have epics, but I mean, <laughs> so now you're gonna blame the people that wanted to work with the story? Is their fault because they're not I'm, big enough? To... I mean. You get a name like Alfred, you should be HBO, right? <laughs> I, I mean, you put a show about Jim Gordon and the Gotham uh, City Police Department on Fox, and I was on primetime TV, and that was what, five seasons? First of all, Gotham was amazing. Gotham was amazing, so I don't see why Pennyworth couldn't be the amazing. same. Mm. Okay. Let's get to a point. Let's just go ahead and, and let the people know. There's a point of backlog that we don't want, you know? Mm-hmm. We didn't need to see Nick Fury lose his eye to a flurkin. We had, imagine he lost his eye doing something epic, not being an idiot. I'm sorry. But they, they tried to make a story about Superman's father's father, and it's like, how far back should we care in this bloodline about what if they were beefing, you know? I didn't watch it, but at the same time, I didn't want to watch it. I don't care about your relationship with your dad, which takes the best one who's done this. This is us on ABC, right? ABC. NBC. Got That's what I was, was mumbling. <laughs> but the but the point of what I'm saying is that there's a point that you just stop caring about all the other things that led into the to the person that you're rooting for. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I interrupted you. No, you're fine. Um, I don't want to see a movie about Alfred or a TV show. Or a TV show about Alfred. I mean, you know, no, and, that's, and, and that's fair. When you told me that he served in the military and he did all these epic things, so maybe an episode, but I don't, I don't need a whole backlog. I feel like I don't want to see the adventures of Alfred. Yeah. But no, I feel like I feel like Gotham did it very well. It it explained it, it referenced Alfred's time in the military enough to explain why he's good in a fight, why he can shoot a gun, you know, the things that uh Thomas probably would have hired him for because he's a man of right. wealth, he's a man of stature. Right. So you're not just which they alluded to in the movie. He's security first, then he's a butler. Right. Like, maybe he got shot in the field and he's like, you're going to fire me now because I'm no good for you. He's like, I want to bring you even closer to my family. You be the butler. And it's like, thank you, Mr. Wayne. I love you, Mr. Wayne, or something like that. That's <laughs> in my mind how it goes. But then again, when you when you give me the actual story, now I'm like, yes, I guess. It, my my version was better. So that little ambiguity <sighs> nailed it. Um, gives people uh, the freedom of having it be whatever they want it to be versus what you're telling them it's going to be. Right. Now, how many people how many people want that? By the numbers, not many. <laughs> yeah. And that's what all I'm based on. But go ahead, finish your Batman and uh, assessment. So I would say outside of outside of uh, outside of his attitude towards Alfred, which I thought was extremely uncalled for, um, 
for the most part i i enjoyed a lot of the things about the movie i enjoyed i know i said that there were a lot of takes where the shots they held a little bit long on shots but there are some certain shots like when he's doing his in uh investigative work quote-unquote investigative work when he's at a crime scene and you can see that he's visually observing each and everything at the crime scene. I do like that part because I feel like a lot of the previous Batman properties didn't focus enough on Batman's being the world's greatest detective because that's what Batman is. Batman is not only known for being uh, a master of every form of martial arts, uh, a person who has an enormous amount of gadgets that he can use at his disposal, but he's also the world's greatest detective. And so being able to, not like with how the video games use all of this different technology where he can scan an area with the technology in his call and be able to see fingerprints and be able to touch something and use the fingerprints on his glove to uh, analyze DNA, like none, not all of that stuff, like grounded detective work, like being very observant, being able to notice different things. One of the uh, early parts of the movie, they get into the crime scene where the mayor was killed and there's the, what they eventually found out to be the carpet spreader made an imprint of blood, which had a very distinct uh, edge on the floor. And Batman noticed it, and he's just kind of like staring at it to the point to where one of the crime scene photographers hadn't even noticed it. And so she came, she was like, was he looking at it? Oh, I need to take a picture of this. Like he's, it was just a moment like that that shows that he's more perceptive than a normal person. So I do appreciate that aspect of it. Um, Fight choreography was great. The action set pieces were, I think, very well shot. They were very well framed. Um, there were just some things that logically didn't make sense. Um, and there's some like, there were things that logically didn't make sense. There you go. And then, oh, it froze up a little bit. Yeah, you froze up no, on my screen too. Not, nope. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you are locked up for me. Oh, I'm seeing that I my, uh, my network is lagging. There we go. We should be back now. Dun, da, da, da. <laughs> so again, this is this is new. This is uh, working out the kinks. We lost you again. <laughs> so, but no, While I'm. Are we frozen? I'm gonna sip some of this. I we're not frozen on my end. We're still moving on the recording, so the recording is oh, fine. Oh, oh well, I'm not <laughs> sipping anything. You can just still drink your coffee. There's nothing I'm saying not, that you can't. But anyway, I'm not drink- am I frozen with the cup? No, you're not frozen with the cup. Uh-huh, I am, look. But, um... Man, no. I was frozen. God. <laughs> but no, there were, some, there were some things that didn't make sense logically, and then there were some things that were just a leap in logic that just kind of got you from point A to point B without having too much explanation in the middle. Um hey, man three-hour runtime come on we got we, we got to tell a story yeah but i'm <laughs> saying if, 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 you, if you're making these leaps in logic and it's still a three-hour runtime <laughs> that means that you're including a lot, a lot of stuff that doesn't tell. need to be included but i don't know what, what's what's your take on Ooh. it what would you think about it Ooh. 
all right, I need you to keep an eye on the time because this guy is long-winded. And okay. I'm very passionate about what I'm saying. So let me go ahead and start. First of all, shout out to everybody that was involved in making The Batman. It is a story that should be told. Just not sure it should have been told the way it was told. But I know how hard it is to create something and try to get it in the can and keep your vision intact as much as it can to tell a cohesive story. So there's always those challenges. With that being said, we are talking about the Batman. Arguably the biggest superhero and then Superman, Spider-Man, Iron Man, you know, because Batman, well, we're not going to leave Blade out there because Blade kind of up there and Spawn, but I digress. The Batman is iconic. Everybody know who he is. All you have to do is show that symbol in different formats, and they'll still say, that's Batman. Uh, I am a huge Batman fan, and I do appreciate uh, some of the things that they brought into this version of Batman. But I will say this. It wasn't my favorite Batman movie. And I'm not just saying that because of the epic job that Nolan did with his Batman franchise. Um, because that one has some things that you would question about it as well. And maybe the only reason that we're talking about this one is because we are comparing it to the Nolan one. And it's not fair, but I think they knew going in that there was going to be comparisons. Just like each and every iteration of Batman was compared to the one before it. So, when they made the announcement that Mr. Patterson was going to be the new Batman, everyone's groaning and saying, oh, he can't do it, you know, the guy from Twilight, um, mm -hmm. which that happens always. Affleck went through his, Clooney went through his, Bell Kimmer went through his, Michael Keaton just made a staple of Batman, and, and you you just had to live up to it with your own spin on it. He was an iconic Batman. And so was Adam West and all the other Batmans that played. But the point of what I'm saying is, I'm going to break this down in like three categories for me as far as the new Batman. I'm going to break it down by Batman. I'm going to break it down by Bruce Wayne. And I'm going to break it down by the story because essentially it's a Batman story, right? It's not... Joker story. It's not a Catwoman story. It's a story about Batman. The things I do appreciate, I appreciate they try to base it in realism. They had more establishing shots of Gotham all the way through, um, which brought you more into the city. I love the fact that they based it off realism to an extent. It was based off realism to an extent because one, I just don't believe that Batman's uniform was bulletproof. It's, it's just, unless you give me details on how it's bulletproof, mm -hmm. dude, dude's wearing cargo pants. I'm wearing cargo pants. I'm sorry, I'm not Batman, but I'm pretty sure if I get shot in my leg, I'm going down. So... True. His, his cowl was also like leather. It wasn't like a you know, like in uh Nolan's Batman, it was like Clearly a hard leather. material. That that and cowl was straight went, up leather. And they even went further and showed you that the first prototypes were bad. Right. 
remember Alfred told him, I advise you not to get hit in the head. Right. We're with you on that journey. So if you're going to show me that leather can reflect bullets, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's a hard criticism, but it, it takes me out of mind. So, Somewhere out there, they have a bulletproof cow. That one wasn't it. <laughs> I, mean, I just don't, cows are not, what are you feeding that cow? <laughs> Adamantium. So, delicious. So, <laughs> Adamantium grass. The right. fact that he could chew it and not die. <laughs> um, so that, that took me out, right? Don't get me wrong, the little Darth Vader scene was nice, but at the same time, give me an explanation on how is that possible. Right. So I think that was just missed. Um, but other than that, him emerging from the shadows, epic. Him explaining and narrating. I mean, I guess you need it at some point. And I do understand that they were saying that this was recently after his parents had died, but there was no alluding to him going to the mountains and learning with the League of Shadows. Mm-hmm. And we were just supposed to accept that or know that. First of all, thank you for not showing the murder. Yeah, absolutely. We know. It's like for that. two things we don't need to see in superhero movies. We don't need to see Thomas and Martha Wayne getting shot anymore. And we don't need to see Uncle Ben getting shot anymore. Yeah, that's why Marvel's was winning. They, did, they skipped right over. They did kill Aunt May, though. Oh, yeah. Spoilers, spoilers for if you didn't see that. The world saw Spider-Man. I don't know who did I don't know. Okay, so other than that, Batman's kicking ass. I love the flexibility in the suit. Mm-hmm. So I understand why we changed it, but it's not bulletproof. So the flexibility to make the fight scenes a little bit more ep- epic. I did notice that you guys speed speeded some of that up. I would have liked it if you would have kept it natural since we were trying to be grounded. But suspicion of disbelief, you want to keep it really grounded when he did his paraglide suit. He should have been down for a couple of days. He, <laughs> honestly, he, he I, I feel like he should have died. He should have died. It's year, it's year two. You're not as graceful. But if you go take some impacts like that and keep it real, I needed Gordon to be like, hey, where you at? And he's like, I, I, I'm coming. <laughs> I might be a little late, but uh, I'll get there. <laughs> no, he shouldn't even been able to say that. He should have just been on the ground going and say, where you at? You're like, uh and that's it. <laughs> that is all you should have got from him. Homies. In, no, in Nolan's version, let's keep it 100, he got gas. First thing he did, Alfred. <laughs> 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 I, I'm not going to make it. Right. <laughs> and you hit the little, you, he, you didn't see him hit the tracker or some type of homing signal, but we understand that I got you because the next thing we seen, he was in the car, right? Still, ODing off of the shit that uh, Scarecrow spread in his face, right? It was based in realism. Every situation, you may not just return, especially in year one, year two. You don't oh, yeah. know what these villains have that they're planning for you, right? So, it, as far as the Batman, okay, the Batman fighting scenes was good. I'm not gonna say they wasn't. So, I'm going to skip now to the storyline. 
Storyline is wonderful. I'm going to be honest with you. Storyline mm-hmm. was wonderful. The fact that we dove into the fact of why Martha and Thomas got murdered in an alley because we left it random for so long. Batman didn't know um, who did it. Tim Burton's, it was the Joker. Uh, I think some other version, it was just a random guy. But Don't we put chill. a definitive... Exactly. You put a definitive reason in this version mm-hmm. why they were gunned down in the alley, obviously, because they got mixed up with the wrong people. And they showed you again in that well-established Gotham, a lot of people are the wrong people. You're dealing with Falcone. He's a murdering crime boss. That's by definition. I went to him because he probably did save his life. I mean, Thomas is a doctor in many, many versions, an entrepreneur, businessman. So he probably stitched him up because, like he said in the movie, he took an oath. Right. No harm. You know, I'm a doctor. I got to do what I have to do. Got a but, Batmobile uh, outside your window? I'm thinking that's him rolling up right <laughs> now. I don't mean to interrupt you, but that rev, that, that scene where he got into the car and he revved up his engine for like 45 minutes. Why? So you can feel the intensity. It was another again, another one of those scenes that was just a little bit too long. I, it was just a little <sighs> bit too long, just a little bit. Okay. All right, but go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk about the Batmobile in a second. Okay. So the fact that we defined uh, uh, where where we went wrong, I appreciate that part of the story. Um, in the relationship with with Zoe. Catwoman, mm-hmm. you can see how the chemistry started to build and intrigue. I like that part of it. Story wasn't bad. Story was pretty good. Story, you know, you got an honest man. He made a mistake. You know, as soon as he found out, he went to Alfred. He's like, "You lied to me." And he's like, "Hold on, little dude. Hold on. That's not how this. I don't know how you found out who you've been talking to in these streets. I almost died, dude. But you here with this shit? I'm just waking up." And you hit me with this? All right. Literally, the second Alfred opened his eyes, Alfred he, Alfred got blown up, blown to hell for you because the bomb was meant for you. Alfred so got true. blown to hell. He opens his eyes. He sees, oh my God, Bruce is here. I'm happy. Lost. Alfred smiles. You lost camera. Can you still hear me? Anyway, so... What? <laughs> Nothing. If look, if, if if my camera goes down on your end, it's still active on my side. So the recording still is still good. You told me that. <laughs> I'm just saying that. What makes, what makes you think that? Uh... <laughs> I, I see how you react. That's the thing. Um, but no, Alfred. Alfred sees him. He smiles because he's happy to see Bruce. He's happy that Bruce is there by his side. And yeah, literally the second that he opens his eyes, you lied to me. And it's like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> it's like what? But think about it though. Um, if you were really coming up in that situation, he doesn't look at Alfred like a family member. He looks at him like a servant. So you, you're sitting with that on your chest. Right. Because any part that feels like you're close to me pushes you now away from me because you lied to me my whole life. You knew 
the truth about my parents being murdered and you didn't tell me. So again, he did he did a pretty decent job playing that part. But overall, which brings me to my next point, the Bruce <clears throat> Wayne part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Again, we didn't, I would have liked to have, because again, in Nolan's version, and I'm sorry to do keep comparing, you got Bruce Wayne as he came back. And he asked him, are you staying this time? It, again, we're in the first two years, and we understand the first year passed, and you might not necessarily have talked about that. But that would have been great to see the decision that made him Batman. But now we're taking it from a point that he made that decision already. We're just supposed to understand that he went to the League of Shadows and got this training. But did he, though? Because there was nothing really in his fight choreography that showed us it was real ninja-ish. No, not Um, at all. Emerging from the shadows is like, I can stand here and and purr watch and just come out when I feel like the time is right. And I mean, the Riddler did that. Yeah, so there was a lot of comparisons between him and him, but your fighting style was that of a street vintage dude. So had you gone to the league or are you going to go to the league? Is Batman going to take like two years off and go to the league? And again, just confused, want to be established, and I'm a huge Batman fan, so I just need to understand where we're going. Right. All right, so Bruce Wayne aspect. I didn't really buy it. Um, that's the part that kind of lost me. And not to say that he didn't do a phenomenal job. Just for me, Batman's more of an authority. Like, the Batman we know is amongst metahumans, aliens, and gods. And when he speaks, they listen. Right. There is no doubt in his mind, and I understand we're not there yet, we're only in year two, but there's no doubt in his mind that I'm the toughest SOB in the room, and I can take you all out, which in Doom, for those who follow the animated movies, he does that. He has a contingency plan for every member of the Justice League, and makes no apologies about it, as they did in the animated series. It's like, if you guys can't understand the opportunity of you guys going rogue and attacking Earth or the city, I don't know what to tell y'all. I don't even need to be a part of it. And I respect it because it has happened in the comics before. Mm -hmm. Many times the Justice League has some type of parasite on them and went crazy and started attacking people. Right. I remember an episode of Superman, he was in a He was what coma comatose. He was he was in bliss, but he was under, and they were trying to bring him back. But at the same time, he was seeing a son, and he was having a life of of, of pleasure, and to bring him back, which they successfully did. But the trauma that played on his mind, because it's like you lived a whole life with a son, and and he knew it wasn't real. It was very deep. And that's something that I think that the movies are missing when they're telling these stories. These comic books are not afraid to go there. It's like, I'm going to rip everything out of you and make you go back to the world that you were at. And you're thinking, oh, great, I'm home. But it's like, what have you lost? And how have you changed? Now, I will say this. 
as a whole, Batman, um, I was talking to somebody about uh, someone else yesterday about it. I'm going to say like a 6.5. That's not a bad 6.5. Mm-hmm. It's definitely super. It's one of the old things super clearly. That's why we're talking about it. I think anybody that is a Batman fan should see it and do their own comparisons uh, versus their favorite Batman uh, movie or show or animation. But I think as, as doing that, you'll find there are some things that you liked about it and some things that you may not care for. I thought Zoe Kravitz's portrayal of Catwoman was phenomenal. I think the Penguin, <laughs> I didn't get all of Colin Farrell's uh, movements that defined him as a Penguin, but I did hear that they were there. Right. Um, and I mean, I feel like they kind of took on the same characteristics as uh, Oswald and Gotham because it was, it was more of yeah, like a bad leg, so it caused him to limp. Yeah. And so that's what kind of gave yeah. him the, the nickname Penguin. Um, so I think they kind of went with that route. They did They did have a nod when Batman and Gordon kind of cornered them because they were trying to get him to like explain, or they thought that he was the rat. Uh, and so they like tied his legs. And so when they were leaving, he did kind of like <laughs> waddle after him. I thought that was a, I thought that was a nice little nod to his, uh, Very his, his, his penguin, um, name. But, um, no, no, I agree with you. Um, if you are a fan of Batman in general, I would say, I would highly suggest that you go see the Batman, um, regardless of, you know, the criticisms that it gets. It's still a, even if you don't think that it's a, a, it's a great movie, I think it's still a movie that you need to see. Um, just briefly touching on the penguin, the makeup for the penguin. Outstanding. Unrecognizable. Unrecognizable. There's no way that anyone can take a look at the penguin and no one can tell me that that's Colin Farrell. I, I've seen it. I would have to actually watch the progression of him go through the makeup. I need a time lapse of him in the makeup chair to be able, from my brain, to comprehend that that is Colin Farrell in, as that character. Um, but yeah. You know, you, know, you know who else does a great job at this? And people may argue with me. Uh, Leto. Jared Leto. He goes under makeup and he's... He's a method actor. He, he, he's, he throws himself in the role. He is. I know. And, you know, there, know, there's, know there's, you there's a lot to say about what he decides to do. That is a whole other episode. We can do an episode yeah, on, Jared, on Jared Leto just by himself. Um, but, no, I do agree with you. Once he's in that character, he becomes that character. Um, mm. So it will be interesting to see how his performance in uh, Morbius, which will be a future episode, uh, but it will be interesting to see how he how he takes that in his performance as Michael Morbius. Um, but yeah, so makeup uh, absolutely incredible. The establishing shots, like you said, of Gotham, beautiful establishing shots. They really, I feel like Gotham was an, an additional character in the movie because being able to see exactly how the like the the seedy underbelly of Gotham like almost all of the oh, yeah. Gotham that was shown in the Batman was the slums it was dirty it was raining Real damn near every day 
Oh. Me and my wife say this all the time. I wouldn't even want a postcard from God. She said, if she was in a plane, I don't want to fly over Gotham. It's just, nah. It's just a horrible from, place to from be. From the series Gotham to every iteration of Gotham, Gotham is not a place you want to be. And mm-hmm. this is another one. We were watching Peacemaker, and, and, and then when Amanda Wallace's daughter said, let's go back to Gotham, we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, where you are, where you are now... It is like where they where they were. It was like it's so sunny, it's nice. They were like in the suburbs, and all this other kind of stuff. You want to go back to Gotham? Really? Go back to Gotham? <laughs> we just escaped from Gotham. What are you talking about? No. But uh, like, listen, here's here's a suggestion, and then mm-hmm. this is again, this is where I would have went if I was in charge, and this. Again, this is just my opinion before people blow up the comments and be like, you need to do your own Batman movie. I can't because I don't have the rights. But if I did, this is where I would go. Year two, kept that the same. I would have I kept it the same. I wouldn't have gone someone as big of a name as the Riddler because I would have gave you anticipation to get up to these levels, right? Okay. I would have started off something small, like Batman has so many villains that True. it would have been okay. I would have gone with Calendar Man. Such a D-list, C-list villain. Calendar Man still stayed with the same seven type of theme aspect because the twists and the turns were, were, were great. Kept the storyline the same, but you had this guy making these murders happen in Gotham. I would have probably put Calendar Man in there and gave you some type of comedy with like Condiment Man because it seems so silly, right? When these right. guys killing people with condiments. So it's so easy for Batman at this time. And he's finding his footings. He's not coming across a major villain like the Riddler or somebody as menacing as Mr. Freeze or even the Joker. I would not even allude it to the Joker. Right, like the the, the I, twist of the Joker I was, being I was in the not, I was not happy about that. I was not happy. I wasn't happy of the way that they portrayed it. I don't, I don't even think I liked the way, even though they didn't really show his face. I don't think I liked the way that he looked. Again, Nolan, boom, did it perfectly. It's a card. This guy keeps murdering people and keeps leaving these cards. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> you instantly knew who it was. And you were ready for it. They did not disappoint when it came with the following. Heath Ledger did his thing. I'm sorry, he's an iconic joker. Not to say there won't be others that won't raise the bar or hit those standards. For its time, for that tone in that movie, he did his thing. We're still talking about it. But it was not introduced for me, just for me. Not int- I wouldn't I would have stayed away from it. I wouldn't have brought the Joker reveal out to like the third movie. I would have really if we're gonna give you franchise, we're gonna give you we're gonna give you the Batman, because you put the the on it, so you want it to be definitively the Batman. Mm-hmm. Give me everybody's seen Batman before. Christopher Nolan took it. It was very comic booky. It was very not Batman-ish. They had it to a point that they had nipples on the bad suit. It's just <laughs> we, we didn't know where we were going with it. Right. It was weird. So when he came in, he didn't say, "I'm taking that and then adapt." He wiped the table and said, "This Batman is a Dark Knight comic book accurate." So 
we're not getting Batman. And I understand they pulled that so they could be separate from Nolan. But the point that I'm saying is he gave you the steps. And if you don't give the steps, you can't really expect people to kind of follow along with you. How is this Batman different from that Batman? Right. You got to identify these things. If you don't identify these things, we're just along for the 45-minute engine revving <laughs> that Spider says too long. You just go rev your engine? I mean, the dude's probably getting away. I mean, you just go rev your engine. Keep revving it. Huh? I mean, now we're watching a Fast and Furious movie. Okay, how long, how long are you going to stand there and just be shocked that Batman is revving his engine at you? Hey, man, if you had a rocket engine, to throw it on the but that wasn't even a rocket making a noise. It was just an engine under the hood. I would have liked to see that. I would have liked to see him tinkering. Give me some type of. This is my hobby. I'm into cars. Like I was into cars when my kid, when my parents was alive, and I just kind of kept that since a kid. And I'm experimenting with because he's a genius. Everybody downplays the fact that Batman is a genius. Right. Nobody wants to. He's told you that he's trained his mind and his body to be at the top of his performance. He's a genius. So it's not like he's just stepping on the scene and I got gadgets and shit. Like he calculates swings and shit like that. So um, show me him building this engine. Since we're not outsourcing this to anybody, show me him. And they kind of did. They did have the Batmobile very briefly. Very briefly. And very briefly. So I was waiting for him to drop the engine in. And I guess that happened off screen. But he was still making the mobile. And then next thing you know, we're running it. So yeah. if you're going to give me three hours, like you said, make the scenes that count count. Because I'm going to be honest with you. Endgame was three hours and something, something minutes or one minute. And you didn't want it to end. You didn't want it to end. You were so immersed in that goddamn movie that you were like, man, I'm sad. It's over. What are we going to do now? Where's the Avengers? Are there Avengers? Like, Thor's gone. Hulk got a little busted, a little witty on. Caps, <laughs> Caps old. Caps on the moon. You know, Falcon. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> Falcon's just getting his shield, and he he doesn't even know how to. Shout out to Anthony Mackie. He's from New Orleans. Um, see, <laughs> He had to get his his training up. The Winter Soldier was depressed. What we gonna do? Like, if somebody comes now, who you gonna call? It ain't the big young Avengers because they weren't established yet. So we were just in a vulnerable spot. If Galactus would have came, we'd been done. Doctor Strange over there tripping off mushrooms. I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Doctor Strange does have a, a, a a multiverse of madness to protect. So. Also a future episode. Also a future episode where I wear a different shirt. <laughs> All right. So we're running short on time. 6.5, The Batman. Go see that if you haven't saw that. Uh, Spider, you have any closing words for the people? No, I agree with you 100%. Go see the movie. It's if, if Even if you're not... It's a- super... Is it super? Is it is super? It is super. It is super. I I will say that it is super. No, no. What I'm what I'm what I'm thinking is that even if you're not a, a fan, because I know some people and some notable people were like, "Oh, 
all these superhero movies, they're all the same. It's, you know, lather, rinse, repeat. It follows the same formulaic, formulaic, uh, like process and everything. It's, it's different enough to where even if you feel like you're, you're burnt out on superhero movies, I feel like even those people should go and see it as well because it's a different take on the Batman story. It's a different showcasing of who Batman is. And so I think that should still experience it. So it is super. In a world world of multiverses, which pop culture now is the multiverse, you can understand that there's different iterations and different versions of your favorite characters, which I'm, I'm happy we finally got to this point. If anybody was in the comics before this point, you all know that we've been at this point a long time ago. I'm kind of mad that Marvel rushed it to this point because I think there were a lot more stories that we could have explored before we jumped into multiversal exploits, but they're pushing the needle. And DC's going to be doing it too, so... Well, that was the only way DC was going to be able to catch up because they're previous catalogs were so muddled and messy now it gives them the opportunity to explain hey all this stuff happened it was just different versions of it right and we're going to move forward with a multiversal event and we're going to bring it together they do it in comics all the time yeah they reboot they right reboot the series New 52 and... yeah they keep your favorite superheroes i mean that's how miles end up staying because it was a multiversal thing and... right anyway we're talking about the batman and dc and Marvel and all these things. So Everything if this else. is stuff that Talk about all things excites super. <laughs> you, make you want to question, was it really super? Then this is the place you want to be. And I'm going to drink stuff. <laughs> but if you like this type of content and you want to see more of it, let us know in the comments of the video. Like and subscribe button. <laughs> I promise I won't do this anymore if you click the like and subscribe button. They got to get through that first so they could hit the button. But yeah, Sorry. let us know in the comments. Somebody go practice that. Somebody go practice that at home. If I could get it like Mr. VIP got it. But... <laughs> <laughs> If you have a movie, a TV show, a franchise that you want us to review or recap, let us know in the comments of the video. You can follow us on podcast services. You can find us on Twitter at ATSuperPod. Uh, follow us there as well. But we will be back Ooh, next we're week. frozen, but I'm out of drink. <laughs> Mr. VIP is going to drink. But we will be back next week. We are going to watch and review and recap the DC animated film, Batman Hush. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. I haven't seen it before. Mr. VIP it has seen it before. We're going to find out. It is, is it super, super? though? <laughs> All things super right here with Spider and Mr. VIP, Frankie Washington. Until next time. It's, it's amazing under here. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time.